Hello, everyone, on the call and listening thereafter. Welcome to our second Oracle guidance call. I am so excited to be here, and I know that Heather is too. She's sitting across from me, and she'll speak throughout the call. Um, So this is how it's going to go. The call will be anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half. We're going to start out in just a moment by closing our eyes and putting our feet on the ground and breathing and just becoming present with ourselves and our surroundings and our many, many thoughts. (laughs) And then we're going to invite you to get out your own Oracle deck. So if you don't have that in front of you now, you can push pause on this recording and go get that in your journal and a pen and probably something to drink. And just get settled in a sacred space. Um, So we'll have you pull a card for yourself, and it will be on a specific topic or question. And then there will be a time for Q&A. And then Heather and I will pull some cards for anyone who has a question. And if there aren't any questions that come up, we'll just pull some cards in general to see what messages the universe has for us tonight. Um, the conversation usually gets to just about everything any of us are wondering, (laughs) even the things that we don't know we've been wondering about. I love the conversations that come through these cards. It's all in the moment, nothing that we plan. We just have this structure every time. Um, And at the end of the call, we will close our circle with another round of breathing and becoming present. And we'll go back into our lives hopefully feeling better and vibrating higher than we are now. And um, my intention is that you have some clarity and direction and understanding for where you're at and where you're going moving forward. So thank you for being here. We love you deeply. (laughs) We're so grateful for your presence. And um, I'm I'm just happy to have your ears. Your ears and your presence. Okay, so go ahead and close your eyes. Get your feet flat on the ground if you can, unless you're sitting on the ground, and then um, you can feel your roots growing from the bottom of your spine rather than the bottom of your feet. (sighs) And just have a few breaths on your own. Let your body settle from this day, from this week, from this month, from this year. Damn, it has been a year. Take a breath in and exhale. You breathe in and out. Just feel your shoulders roll back and lift your heart towards the sky. Just let your body settle. Take a breath in. And exhale. Notice how when there's a gap in your mind, in conversation, when silence appears, how quickly the words rush in to fill it. I want you to take this moment right now to just breathe with me and clear out the space in your head. Take a breath in 
Exhale. Clear all those words away. Just, I want you to imagine an open, empty, white space. Just vastness. Clear air you can see right through. No words. No feelings, no thoughts, no emotions. Just take a breath in. Clear it out. Just feel that wide open space. Archangel Michael, I'd like to invite you into this circle now. And I'd like you to use your brilliant sword full of magical wonders to clear all of the cords connected to our bodies and our minds right now. Take a breath in. Exhale. Imagine those cords severed from your space. Inhale. Exhale. Release yourself from these chains that you're holding on to. One more time. Inhale. And exhale. Archangel Michael, I ask that you go around each of the edges of our bodies and auras. Cut and sever any and all cords that are still attached to us in the middle of our upper back, in the center of our chest, cords attached to our right front hip and our left back hip, cords attached to our knees. Sever any cords attached to the bottom of our feet and sever any cords attached to the back of our head or the top of our head. I want you to take your arms out beside you and just give your body a good shake. Take a deep breath in. Exhale. Breathe in. Exhale and feel the tingle in your fingertips. Know that you're releasing very much right now. I can see a blue light around each of us, varying in shades of dark blue and light blue and in between, moving in and around us, clearing our energy so that we can find a common place within ourselves to regroup, say whatever needs to be spoken, This blue energy is moving through your heart. Take a breath in. Feel any walls you've built come crumbling down. Inhale. Notice any fears you have releasing from your body. I'm seeing this blue light, all shades of blue, move through your abdomen clearing away everything that does not match with the vibration of I am powerful, I am a leader, I make choices according to my intuition and knowledge, and I trust myself with great strength. Take a breath in. Exhale and clear anything else away. If you need to, just give your body a shake again. Feel that tingling in your arms and shoulders. Let your body release. Take a breath in. 
Feel this light moving down around your knees, around your calves, your ankles, your feet and toes. You might even feel your feet begin to sweat a little bit, releasing anything you're holding on to that leaves you feeling ungrounded or not stable or not secure or questioning any ground you've taken a stance on where you feel you may be wavering. Take a deep breath in and exhale. Let your mind begin to wake up. Come into yourself. You feel a little bit more peaceful, a little bit more present, a little bit more forgiving of yourself. And just take a few breaths on your own with your eyes open. Become present to the room again and at your own pace. Got your oracle deck. Start shuffling it around. In just a moment, I'll give you a question or a topic on what you can pull the card on. Okay, get out your pen and paper. There's a very important topic that's been on your mind lately. It's been consuming you. It's it's basically all you can think about. There's a message that needs to come through from your guide. So I want you to write down on your piece of paper either what that topic is or what the specific question is that you've been wondering about. So write it down very clearly. And after you write it down, I want you to hold that question in your mind, close your eyes, and take a few deep breaths.
get out your oracle cards and shuffle them. Or if you feel like they've already been shuffled enough, that's fine too. Go ahead and pull your card, your answer, your message from your guides in response to the question that you had or the topic that you chose. Go ahead and take any notes that you need to on what's coming up for you. Write down any words or feelings or if you want to write down exactly what the card says, we're just going to take a few minutes for you to jot down these notes and tune into what your message was. Okay, I'm going to switch our call over to... So... (laughs) I'm trying to remember how... They told you how to raise your hand, didn't it? Okay, there you go. (laughs) Because I didn't hear what it said. So um, uh, will you push star six? Sorry, we're figuring out technical difficulties. <laughs> okay. So if you if you want to um, ask a question or come off mute, then um, all you need to do is press star six. So what I want to know from you right now is um, I want to know what cards you pulled for yourself in answer to that question, and I want to know if you have any other questions about what you pulled. Um, chances are, though, that I'm just going to share my interpretations with you anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> be prepared for that. Um, but if you have any, if you would like to speak right now, I would love to hear you. Please press star six. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay. 
Hello, Anne. Hello. Hello. That was kind of cool. That lady's like, I'm in the queue now. <clears throat> anyway, so do I start with my cards or my situation or? Whatever you want to talk about, I want to, I want to hear it all. Okay, okay. Well, my uh, intuition told me to pick the life purpose oracle card, but I don't always like that one, so I, I, that's an archangel power tarot. So I pulled one of each. <laughs> anyway, what was the, first one that you said? the life purpose oracle card. Oh, the life purpose. Uh-huh. Yeah, because they, I get a lot of weird answers from them, and probably because you don't interpret them for me, then I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Anyway, <laughs> so I pulled two. Of course, I'm cheating already. First question. You're, you're not cheating. <laughs> There's no rules. <laughs> I'm just messing around. Okay, so I've, I've been having some problems with my memory. And it's been, you know, my kids give me a hard time about not remembering things and not caring about things and whatever. But when I got home Saturday, there was a note on my door that I had not paid my rent. And I thought I paid my rent in the middle of last month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then then I'm not sure. I feel, I feel like unsafe. I don't know if I'm ungrounded, but I took a wrong turn the other day. And then as I was trying to find my way back to the road, I almost hit somebody in a bicycle. Then this morning, um, I was in the parking garage at work, and I stopped. You know, you're going around the circle, and I got to the top of the hill where the door is going, and a man stepped out in front of me. I did not see him at all, and I almost Mm. hit him, and it scared the crap out of me. So my two cards are um, 19, the sun, Angel Uriel, Life is Wonderful, Thrive through the power of positive thinking and inspiring success. And then my life purpose card is strength. Everything you've experienced in your life has made you strong and courageous. Will you read that first one for me again? 19, the sun, Archangel Uriel. Life is wonderful. Thrive through the power of positive thinking and inspiring success. And then the other one is strength. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, uh <laughs> Exactly. That don't make no sense. Um, okay. So I don't I don't know about the cards yet, but let me start with where my head was when you were talking. Um and I get like some of the people who are listening to this call because I'm kind of planning on having this call be live so that people can get a taste of what the oracle cards are like. So who knows who's gonna be listening to this. This is kind of far out there, but I just want you to consider it. Okay. You are essentially, generally, a very grounded person. Like, there's no one else that I can be in the presence of and feel as grounded as I do (laughs) than when I leave you. And it's really an amazing thing. Um, Two, you are an incredibly powerful shamaness, like, it, you just blow my mind with the, how your skill level. And I think it has a lot to do with just how you've been trained um, in the energetic and spiritual techniques in, and also your medical training. You know, like the two of those combined just make you very conscious of the body. And then you have this awareness for energy too. Okay. So our planet right now, our foundation, I feel like, 
is being dug up and crumbled in a lot of ways because there's so many things that just aren't working for us anymore. So you being the grounded person that you are, and you're a fire sign, right? You're not earth sign. No, I'm water. Well, you're water. I'm Scorpio. I'm Scorpio sun, but I'm Virgo moon. And Libra. Um, what are your rising. What are your earth elements? Virgo Virgo moon. Is that um? Is it like a water, air, fire, or earth sign? It's water, earth. Um, Scorpio's water. Virgo's earth and Libra's air. Air. Okay. So <laughs> so you have like all of these elements of our planet within you. So if you have to think of yourself in terms of like what's happening with our planet and kind of making those two comparisons, I guarantee you, like you said, you're not as grounded as you usually are because, like, the foundation beneath us is crumbling, you know. And so you see it as forgetfulness, and I think you're kind of quick to go to that because of what your kids have told you in the past because you said that to me before. But I haven't met anybody else who can recall details about the past like you can, (laughs) you know. Like, you you, you remember a lot about the stories and happenings and people of your life. Um, so I know there's a difference between remembering things from a while ago and remembering things short term, um, but just like be open to it not being a memory loss thing and more of just like your energetic self and your physical self existing in two different planes of existence. You know what I'm saying? Like the, that totally makes sense. Like, like you've been jolted out of your body, and so you're not completely present in this physical world in your body, and it's making you miss these physical happenings that are occurring to you because you've been elsewhere spiritually. And it's possible that even like while you're dreaming, you're exiting yourself <laughs> and going do. and doing some yeah. kind of crazy stuff. And you know, so so yes, like when I, tonight, um, do as much grounding things as you can. What I really saw or heard was um, you have one of those metal, it's not a singing bowl, but it's a metal like copper bowl that you ding on or something like that, right? I don't think so. Okay. Well, that's what I saw. I saw that like vibrations and metal um, attuning to you. And then the other thing is the drum and your, um, I don't know what you call it, like your, the, that noise that you make when you are channeling oh, sound, or whatever your sound. yes do your song yes a drum and your song I feel like that's kind of going to bring you back into your own rhythm but this is going to be something that you have to practice more frequently just because of what's going on on the planet right now you know this makes total sense yeah I like when I do shamanic work with the group. The mm-hmm. teacher always tells me, keep one foot on the ground because I easily go to the other world and I like yeah. it. I like it there. So, but I, yeah. you know, you can't stay there because, yeah, that makes total sense. No, no, but it's possible that, like, your spirit really needs to spend a lot of time in that world and maybe you haven't been allowing for that as naturally as you would like. Um, so maybe if, like, you make that more of a priority to be able to journey over there, it won't be as difficult to stay grounded here because your muse, your spirit, you know, is like, it's okay, I know I know. for 30 minutes tomorrow morning I'm going to have my time, you know, so, like, your sleep can continue to work in that way. But I would even 
create some kind of boundaries or intentions before you go to sleep. You know, like write down specific things for assignments for your spirit and, um, and you know, be open to like whatever else needs to happen. But if, you're, if you create this kind of structure for yourself, I feel like you have more control over your experiences of it. Yes. And, and I'm going the, to um, spend some time by the water this weekend. I haven't been back ground after that. Oh, yeah, I will. But I mean, I'll yeah. be on, I'll probably be on the ground by the water. I'm, I'm definitely not getting in in the ocean because of the. Yeah, I'm not getting in the ocean, but I'll stay by. Are you by going it. to Galveston? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going. Yeah, I will be going. I'm not going to stay in Galveston, but I'm going down there. Oh, I see. Um, tell me what your cards were again. Uh, Nineteen, the Sun, Archangel Uriel. Life is wonderful. Thrive through the power of positive thinking and inspiring success. And strength. Everything you've experienced in your life has made you strong and courageous. These cards make more sense now after what you said. Yeah, the first card um, to me is just like, I just saw you like on the highway driving with the sun shining on you and you just have like this happy-go-lucky kind of feel about you. Um, so I think that, like, that's just saying, like, it's all okay. Don't make this anything that it's not. It's nothing that you have to be afraid of. Just continue to be conscious and, like, do these spiritual practices. And by all means, you know, if, if, you, if you practice your grounding and you're giving time for your spirit to do the exploration in the other worlds that it needs to um, for, like, a month, two months, whatever, and then after that you're still experiencing this short-term memory absence, then, of course, like, explore it beyond that, you know, whenever you feel that you need to. But just consider that it could be this first. Yeah, that makes total sense. Okay. Yay. Okay. Um, I'm going to put you back on mute. Okay. I love you. Thank you for sharing. I love you too. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Elise, did you want to share yours? It's okay if not, but if you would like. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Okay. Hello. Woohoo! It's my turn. <laughs> okay, so as always, I pulled two cards as well. Okay. Um, I all I use I tend to use the Goddess Guidance and the Archangel Michael deck because those two always resonate with me. Uh-huh. So the first one I pulled was from Archangel Michael, and it said, "Use your imagination, and you'll see the answer." And the prayer is, "Dear God, thank you for granting me the wisdom and creativity to see your miracles in new and unexpected ways. I gratefully and gracefully accept and appreciate your help." So my question wasn't really very clear. I don't really have a question. I mean, I've got a situation that you know of, and I've also been trying to figure out ways to incorporate my learnings from our counselor and from what I'm being received, you know, from from spirit and all these things. And I, I have a hard time putting it all, putting all the pieces together. So I think to me what this means is, hey, take a break, stop thinking about it, and let it happen. Because, like you said, with all this crap that's been going on with our planet lately, like we're in some serious stuff right now. 
and <laughs> I'm just trying to keep my mouth shut for the most part instead of like peacefully and calmly speaking my mind I'm just keeping it shut versus you know trying to let it out so I think I think that's my issue is I'm trying to think too hard versus just letting go and waiting for it to just appear so makes sense. We are, you, you are, um, you're about, oops, sorry, your relationship with your son, your stepson, right? Yes. Um, why are you keeping your mouth shut? Because it seems like every time I open my, my mouth, it's nothing but attitude and disrespect that's thrown back at me. And whether it's, whether I'm like being, hey, you know, let's, instead of throwing those batteries at me, why don't you just like, can, you, can we try that again and, and, and just hand them to me? And I'm kind of like doing the things that my counselors, try, you know, say, hey, try going about it a playful way. So I do that, and then, and then it's retaliation still. So I don't know. Um, okay, I'm, I'm going to say something. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I know, based on our previous conversations, that um, – when it comes to family, you often feel attacked or, you know, like just like somebody throwing something at you basically. And in this case, it's a battery. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. and not, not with your out uh, in your, your personal family, you have felt that way. And now there's somebody in your home who is still family, who is still throwing something at you. And you're over here like, I really just want to be loved and give love and I don't understand why you're not, why you don't get that. You know, like I'm not doing anything to hurt you. Why exactly. can't you just see that I want to love you? Okay, here's the thing though. I totally get where you're coming from. I imagine this situation is incredibly frustrating and like um, almost like there's an intruder in the house, you know, um, and I, I get that and I have sympathy for it. But there's, a part of me that really feels like this kid is deeply, deeply wounded in some way and has absolutely no idea how to heal that or why it's there or what it means about him or what it means about who he is or any of that. Who's like very confused. And so it's just coming out like in, in general because he has no idea what the fuck is going on with him, you know. And I know that you know kind of what that feels like. Yeah. So just imagine how scared he is right now, even though, like, he doesn't know how to say that or show it or any of that, you know. And how you show up in that situation, and believe me, I'm hearing myself say this, <laughs> How you show up in that situation is showing him, hey, it's okay to love. It's okay to, he just needs to know, like, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Because I'm sure, like, the anger takes you up. It takes me up. Like, I, I have screaming matches with Sawyer, absolutely. And I feel really shitty about myself afterwards, always. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know? like, so, like, ever since that yeah. happened this morning, I've been, like, so depressed all day. And yeah. I'm, like rereading all these readings that I've been working on and I'm like, ah, oh, 
You know, like, I try so hard to keep my vibes high, man, but it's just like, I can't. But you are making it about you, and it's nothing, it has nothing to do with you. It's okay. about him. You know, so, like, the other times when your family has hurt you, it's been, like, they're throwing stones at you. You know, they're like, you're a bad person. You're blah, blah, blah. They're accusing you of being a certain way, and you take that personal because it's an accusation on your character. He is, regardless of what comes out of this kid's mouth, it's not about you. It's not about you at all. He, there's just something misaligned within him. Okay. And so what you can do is give yourself a place to vent. Do something that lets you be pissed off and, like, get it out of you, okay? Whatever that is, like, do it. But don't do it around him. Um, don't have it be anything associated with him, but something that you can, like, physically move your body and let this anger release from you because it is absolutely frustrating and it's totally hard to be in this position. It's not an easy thing to do. But after that, and even during that, as hard, it is, as hard as it is, I want you to imagine that you're the person who's there to hold space for him. You're the individual that gets to hold space for his healing. So I'm saying that and I'm thinking of like the meditations that Heather and I host in person. I'm up there teaching the class and certainly I do hold space in some regards, but Heather's in the back of the class holding space for us all. You know, like no need to conduct what happens, no need to make anything happen or make anyone understand anything or make any miracles occur, just to simply be there and be aware of the energy that is present and hold an intention for a healing to occur, whatever that may be. And in doing that, <laughs> in doing that, like, you're, uh, that's such a gift, you know, like that, you're gifting that to him. When he gets older, and it maybe, maybe not, like I don't know what kind of person he's going to become, but somewhere inside of him, his light will be able to acknowledge yours. So don't be afraid of him. Don't be afraid of his words. And don't take anything that he does or says personally because he is just wounded inside. Yeah. And keep in mind, I know, how old is he right now? Ten. Okay. 10 years old, I'm having this conversation with you. This kid gets to be 19, 20. At that point, there is certainly some responsibility that needs to be taken for your actions. And there is, you know, still at 10 years old too. But right now, he's young enough where you can hold this space for him. And it will certainly be, like, if this continues, and I pray to baby Jesus that it does not for you because I know it's torture, um, I really pray for, like, a coming together of you in whatever way that looks like. I know you're not going to be besties, but, like, some kind of peace being found. Um, yeah, so, like, right now this is the conversation. Don't later, we can have a different conversation if it doesn't change. But let's say from, like, 10 to 14, you are his space holder right now so that he can feel safe enough to be him and be afraid and maybe, you know, outlash sometimes and still be loved because of it. Because generally when you do that, you're like pushing people away. I'm unlovable. Don't love me. Get away from me. I'm a bad person. Whatever it is, you want to create distance between yourself and others. And when people love you back in spite of that, it can be frightening at first, you know. 
It's yeah. going to be his choice whether to let that in or not. Okay. What so, was the other card that you pulled? It's from the Goddess Guidance deck, the Nematona Sacred Space. Create an altar or visit a power place to connect with the divine. This is funny because I'm actually in the process of trying to pick a weekend to go to that spiritual retreat in Wyndham. Okay. So, so that's even my counselor is like, you have got to make time for you, or nothing else will fall in place. Yeah. And I'm I'm happy. It's hard for me to do that right now with kids out of school. You know, I. Yeah, but it doesn't, I mean, making time for you doesn't have to mean taking the whole day to do anything. It can just be taking 30 minutes to go. My, my, I like to sit quietly by the water off Baldridge, so, like, I'll just go sit over there, and that restores me. So don't think of it as something that has to, like, you know, take over your whole day or anything. Of course, that's nice when you can make it happen, but little doses of it will serve you more than nothing at all or, you know, once a year or something. Um, right. The other thing that occurred to me with the sacred space card is that your home is the sacred space. Like, yes, listen to that. Yes, make time for yourself, absolutely. But your home is the sacred space that you're cultivating. And so you can still use all of the spiritual techniques that you know, all you know, essential oils, stones, everything you feel called to, to really set an intentional energy with the house so that regardless of him being there, you're it's your home, you're making that foundation of this is a place of love, this is a place of acceptance, this is where you can be heard, this is where I will love you no matter how much of an asshole you are to me because it's not about me, it's about you, and I love you. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, I know that's hard. It is hard. I mean, because I... It's hard, and this is going to sound really bad of me, but it's hard for me to to hold space for somebody when I don't even know how to hold space for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't know how to be okay with the mistakes that I make. I don't know how to forgive myself for something that I don't even know if I did. You know what I mean? But maybe you can start with him, and it will flood over into you. Yeah. That would make sense. Heather said that he would not be in your life if that wasn't part of your journey, what your journey was supposed to be. And that's funny that she said that because there are two cards that I pull almost all the time, which is Dana. Do you know about that one? And there's another one that I pull, and it has something to do about um, children. Like, it's almost as if my my calling is to teach children spirit, like, about, like, spirituality or religion or whatever it is. Like, that's, I don't even know what deck that's in. I think it's in my fairy deck, but it all, I pull it all the time, and it always has to do with, like, children, 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 and then, like, you're, you have divine power, like, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Heather wants to say something real quick. Okay.
hey, I was muted when I was talking to you. <laughs> um, so I don't know your journey with him or the backstory, but just imagine being able to hold that space for someone. Like for me, I had a stepmother that I lashed out at that we had kind of a cumbersome beginnings, but she ended up being my soft place to land. She ended up being, now that she's passed on, I see, I have such immense gratitude for her. And I found that when, I, when she was still here. But, like, she showed me love that I never got from my physical family. And she wasn't even my blood. So just imagine, like, all the things that have happened to you by people that, you know, are supposed to love you and supposed to be there for you, quote, unquote, supposed to. And imagine being there for this child that doesn't know why he is lashing out at you, doesn't know why he's in pain. But if you were just to be able to show up, and I know not all the time, like sometimes you're just going to be like, ah, this is frustrating. But like imagine years down the line when he's able to actually look back and see how you've improved his journey, how you've loved him in spite of him not knowing how to love you back. It's really, it's a powerful thing to be able to show up for someone. I mean, the way that some people have not showed up for you, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, and I know it's hard. Like it's going to be being very a, hard. <laughs> even being me, like, I remember being an asshole to her and, like, shoving her out of my room and telling her to get away from me that she wasn't my mother, you know? But, like, yeah. she was the one that was a mother to me. She was the one that showed up even when she had no quote-unquote reason to be there. Right. That means more to me now. I don't know. Like, I couldn't even express how much that means to me. So for you to be able to show up in that capacity for someone that really you have no link to blood-wise or anything, like, that's just such a gift. And I know it's a hard gift, (laughs) but those are usually the, the most powerful ones. Yeah, it is for sure. And I think what a lot of my problem is is I don't I don't think I know how to be a mom. You know, like I don't I don't know what what I'm supposed to do. I don't know what I'm supposed to say because everything growing up to me was you listen to me because I say so and um it was it was hard growing up being like I didn't like my mom wasn't like a nur- she wasn't the nurture type. So it was always like I was always scared of my mom, and so that's what that's what I think I'm supposed to be. Like I feel like I'm supposed to be. Oh, like you're supposed to be scared of me, but I know that's not that's I know that's not right. So no, it's I'm still in a journey of trying to figure out how to be a mom. That's all that motherhood is is figuring it out. Like the entire that's all that it is. I had awesome parents, and I did have some troubles with my mom for sure. But like. I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't think I'll ever know what I'm doing. And here, I'm gonna take Anne off mute. Anne, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Do you know how to be a mom after all these years? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I just I just wanted to clarify that. And how old are your daughters? Thirty-three and thirty. Uh, she'll be thirty-six, I think. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, so like Anne has been a mother for that long, and she's been an outstanding mother. Like she's been a part of their lives, and of course, like we all have our our years that were, you know, a little less awesome than others. But like it's not anything that you're ever going to know. I think the greatest thing that you can do is just practice being a human being, a kind, like the same kind person that you want to be in all of your other relationships. Try to do that as much as you can in this one. And again, like I have screaming fights with Sawyer. (laughs) So you're not going to be perfect. None of us are going to be perfect. But you have to try. You know, you have to try for yourself. Because I do think that there is, there's some kind of parallel between your stepson and you and your inner wounds. I think that there's a lot of similarities there that you haven't yet uncovered. Um, and, and I think that it's possible to, to find healing in that just by being willing to show up with a kind heart, you know. And that's all that holding space is. It's like, I'm in this house. I'm going to take a deep breath in. I'm going to see all the floor and all the walls. And I'm going to imagine that it's infused with love. And I'm going to hold love in my heart. And I'm going to do my best to just give as much love as possible today. That's it. That's all that it is. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to know how to make it right. You know, it's an experiment on what works for you. But I know that as a healer, uh, Dana High Priestess, <laughs> that you have the ability to uh, begin doing this, you know, just to see what happens. All right. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I'll shut up about it now. <laughs> but I love no, you. No, I'm, I'm fine. I'm just okay. trying to take it all in, and I've got a lot of working on myself I need to do. I, yeah, and know that, like, just because I'm asking you to send love to him, it's not saying that what you're feeling is invalid and that you're in the wrong and that he's in the right, because that's not what it is at all. It's, it's two different people. And since you're the adult in this situation, unfortunately, like, being an adult sucks sometimes. <laughs> You have to use the tools that you have to to just do what's best for you and him. And, you know, I mean, the summertime you guys are together more often, maybe you need to schedule more breaks for yourself so that you can step away. I don't know what that would look like. You know, you have to explore your options and maybe get creative. You pulled that card, use your imagination to come up with Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. 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 Like, it's totally fine if you need more space from him so that in the times that you are together, you can give a different kind of energy to him. That's absolutely okay. Just find out whatever is going to work for you and whatever that looks like and and create it for yourself. And it's probably going to change, you know, every week, every two weeks, something like that. Yeah. Every (laughs) Who knows? But just do, do whatever feels good to you in the moment. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, um, so we have 10 minutes left until uh, our hour mark, and I'm going to stop at an hour today since we only have two callers. Uh, but I'm going to pull a card, and Heather's going to pull a card just to see what comes up, and then there'll be a little bit of time to talk about it.
Okay. Um, the first card this is really interesting. Um, the first card is 15 Ego Archangel Jophiel. You can hear Heather giggling in the background. Um, a false sense of entrapment. Being overly focused on material things. Negative or fear-based thoughts. The second card is Twin Flame, <laughs> Angus. And the third card is Prosperity. Your actions have resulted in incoming abundance. <laughs> like, <laughs> such an interesting mix of cards. Um, okay, so I'm going to start with the ego one. <sighs> A false sense of entrapment. Where have you been feeling trapped? What stories have you been telling on a daily basis that perpetuate your entrapment? And as I say this, I'm thinking of myself, <laughs> and I'm thinking of how overwhelmed I felt with my um, growing to-do list and shrinking time <laughs> and um, great ambitions that I've been feeling like I've half-assedly gone after um, and certainly feeling entrapped because there's not really any wiggle room at the moment in my calendar for um, taking things off or putting things on or any of that. So I'm stuck with it. <laughs> I'm trapped by it. <laughs> but that is false. That is my ego. That is my ego. So I want you to think about what ways you, what situations you've been feeling trapped in that um, could just be totally false, could just be smoke and mirrors of words, of beliefs, of ideas that you've been holding on to and unwilling to release them. So I want you to think of all of that now, everything that you've been feeling trapped by, and close your eyes. Think of all the stories that you've told as individual bars circling around you, creating this jail that you've been locked in. And just keep breathing. Take a breath in. Exhale and see a couple of those bars break and blow away. Breathe in. Exhale and a whole bunch more blow off of this cage you've created. Stories being demolished, freedom being found. Inhale. You can see every remaining bar of this cage blown away, released. The top disappears, the bottom vanishes, and you're standing in a field on top of a mountain surrounded by a beautiful blue sky. The air is perfect, feels amazing on your skin. The grass is soft in your bare foot. Take a breath in. Exhale. And just let yourself move freely, acknowledging your freedom, acknowledging that this false sense of entrapment has been released from your experience. The twin flame card. Um, normally, well, this card always makes me think of Heather and I because I feel like we are twin flames. Um, but it makes me think that we all need to be keeping an eye out for the partnerships in our lives that are really feeding us. 
um, how can you how can you be more welcoming and accepting of the people who are showing up in your life to gift you with their presence, with their kindness, with um, any kind of physical help? Uh, my realtor Amelia comes to mind. She says an amazing <laughs> woman and just of great assistance. Um, yes, and mine and Heather's wives. So um, I there was another conversation in our community earlier this week, and it just reminded me how um, we often ask for miracles, ask for blessings to come into our life, and a lot of time we're looking for it in, in the form of exactly what we're requesting or in the form of money or in the form of um, something that matches the picture that's in our head that we so often forget that miracles travel through people. You know, we, we exist as souls on this planet together. It is, it's our duty right now to remember how we are one, how we are connected, how we are all the same, and how much we can truly benefit each other's lives. So just know, like, as you're moving throughout your day, asking your angels for help, asking for miracles to come to you, um, asking for assistance, that they often show up in the form of people. So consider that every person in your life right now is a blessing and those who are coming to you as well. The third card, prosperity. Your actions have resulted in incoming abundance. Well, I think that card says just that. <laughs> like, there's abundance pouring into you. You have everything that you need. You are decadent in miracles and gratitude and blessings. And so um, how can you bring your attention to more of that? How can you start with everything that, that you have right now, uh, making your list of what you're grateful for, of the things that you've received on a daily basis, uh, compliments, somebody buying you lunch, somebody opening the door for you, a really nice conversation that you had with somebody. These are all things that you're receiving. The more that we can bring our attention and awareness to that and gratitude to that, the more those things really grow in our lives. So I just want you to consider whatever it is that you want more of, whatever it is that you need more of in your life, uh, want to have in your life. Start looking around you and, and just letting yourself love the very small ways that it already exists because what you focus on grows. <laughs> and I guarantee you it's already there somewhere. You have to open up your mind to really see that. Um, so with that said, let's all close our eyes, and we're just going to close our circle for the evening. Take a deep breath in. And exhale. And just feel a ball of gratitude in your heart. Roll your shoulders back and just loosen them up a bit. Take a breath in. And exhale. Feel your heart open up. Feel the gratitude pour out. Imagine light flooding from your body out into the room, filling up your space so that you exist in this beautiful ball of white and golden light. Your heart has been warmed. Your third eye open your ears listening. You are rooted into the planet. 
You are a magnificent human being. You have great things within you, without you, and ahead of you. You are beautiful. You are strong. You are confident. And there is absolutely nothing to fear. You are being looked after, held in the arms of angels. Take a deep breath in. Exhale and release. You can open your eyes. After our call, I will be sending you the call recording, and I will be posting pictures of the oracle cards that we pulled in our Facebook group. And if you guys want to, you're welcome to take pictures of the ones that you pulled for yourself as well and share those. Um, You can add commentary or not, whatever feels good to you. But I'm so grateful for each of you that were on the call with us. Thank you for being here. And thank you for anyone who is listening to this. Um, I hope that some of the information that was shared brings light and love to your life. If you have any questions at all, you can find us in our community at facebook.com backslash groups backslash the goddess daily. Or you can send us an email at yourspiritsparkle at gmail.com. I hope you have a wonderful evening, and I hope to see you soon. Bye.